What's up, motherfuckers? Mm, there it is. Shut up, motherfucker. <laughs> You're so sassy tonight. I apologize in advance if our uh, rapport seems off tonight. I don't know no, what he's mad about, you. but he's mad about something. I don't know. I, I swear to God, minutes late to our recording if you ask time, me so. or claim that I'm mad again, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> See? Mad. I told you. <laughs> That's No, it's a love stab. It comes from a place of love. <laughs> With your penis? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going there, but sure, why not? Okay. Uh, wait, so I get that if I tell you that you're mad? You're mad. <laughs> okay, go up on a plane. <laughs> Oh, if I could, I would. I do wish. I'm missing it right now. Okay. People don't need to hear my <laughs> sexual frustrations. <laughs> Yay. I guess I want to pre preface this whole podcast by saying it, we're about to talk about psychology behind some things that pertain to sex. And I just want to lay it out there. First and foremost, these are just opinions. Um, neither one of us is professionally trained in psychology whatsoever. Um, yeah, no, they don't. They don't teach us about that shit in med school. So they're just opinions, but I think there's a lot of relevancy to uh, a lot of the correlations. If I'm being completely honest, I don't know, man. It's... I took one psych class in um, in high school. I think I'm probably qualified to speak on the subject. Okay, Big Bird. Because <laughs> I can tell you right now, she fucking the uh, that was her major in fucking college. Did her no good. <laughs> I would not trust her. I would not trust her opinion on here for anything psychologically. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Maybe it's one of those where, like, if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, there you go. Definitely pertains right. to her on a lot of levels. Uh, if there are any psychiatrists or psychologists out there that listen to this and, you know, think we're complete fucking idiots or <laughs> we're geniuses and would like to come on and talk about it, like, fucking hit me up. I'd love to have a fucking shrink on here. Yeah, we've been saying that for years, but maybe there's been some new fucking listeners. Shrinks and strippers, man. Fuck. They're busy. They're busy with each other. That's what it is. <laughs> Maybe Strippers so. Always at the shrinks and the shrink. Nobody has time. So. If I have time, they have time. <laughs> They're the fucking truth. And well, right. If there's any strippers out there that want to come on, <laughs> <laughs> hit me up. Oh God. Uh, before we get into anything, I want to announce. I know. I, I know. Just as a whole, like I know a lot of my following is people that do sex work of some sort um only fans whatever whatever platform you may use and i had an idea a couple weeks ago about offering advertising to only fans or just any sex content creators out there um i want to offer two different types um one would be where we just do like a quick two to three minute blurb about you. Uh, we do that ourselves. Um, they can guide. Then, they can guide yeah, us a little for bit, sure. like of what course. they want us to say. Yeah, of course. I don't, I don't know any of them, so 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. You are. Th that's how it works with social media. If I'm yeah. doing an ad for you, you write the ad. Right. <laughs> I just post right. it. Right. Um, it, to an extent, obviously. But uh, so that would be the cheaper side of it. Um, keep in mind that these podcasts live in infamy forever. So there's always, you know, people listening. Uh, and then there's, we want to offer another, another tier of advertising for these types of, uh, people, I guess, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, which would be, uh, we'll have you on the podcast at the end of the podcast for about two to three minutes. Once again, maybe five, I don't know, just depends, um, where you can sell yourself, <laughs> get it, sell yourself, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have made any prostitute jokes. Um, <laughs> your face. <laughs> oh my God, this is not going well. <laughs> I mean, I'm slanging my dick on the internet, so who cares? Um, True. Yeah, so if you're interested, hit me up. Uh, the one would be cheaper. The, obviously, the other one would be a little bit more expensive for the first, what did we say, 10 people that decided yeah. to go along with it. We'd, yeah. we'd give an even first better 10. deal, too. Um you're so, not going to give any of the parameters right now? It, if you remember them, you're free to give them. I don't remember them. That's why I'm not giving them publicly. I thought it was 75 and 150 with the first month being, or the first 10 being um, $25 off of each. So 50 and 125 There you go. Small price to pay. To the first 10 Yeah. I mean, honestly, like one new subscriber can cover that on you know if you're a subscription-based person or whatever <laughs> but i'm sure we'd do better than that this is all based around sex so i don't have any doubts about that you want to add anything mm, not about that um okay about what <laughs> i don't know don't you have some other thing that you want to talk about some email thing email thing yeah yeah so in the last few years and actually right before my snap got deleted uh, my original snap got deleted we've always tossed around throwing a party uh, me and big bird were working on putting one together when everything got deleted so it's really discouraging to try to throw parties like that when you know your your platforms are are taken from you um because then you don't want to, you know, get caught putting out a whole shitload of money to throw these parties and then you can't recruit your money. So I, you know, it's still a topic. It still comes up every month or two. And um, I really would like to do it if I'm being completely honest. But I've said a million times it's got to be done off the fucking platforms, off the, you know, media platforms. I mean, I, I, I don't have a problem advertising it there, but I'm not going to depend on these dick sucking cocksuckers to fucking. <sighs> you know, be there throughout the fucking time until the party. Uh, I have seen a pattern of people that throw parties and get deleted. It's fucking crazy. Um, but the main gist of it is, is I set up an email that is specifically for this. And I kind of just want to throw it out as a feeler to people uh, to get an idea of, you know, would people be actually interested and, um, and whatever. So basically, the thought is a party in Florida 
Uh, it would probably be a weekend long thing uh, because of some other activities, I think, that we would throw in there, like fishing and strip clubs. We got to do the strip clubs. Um, <laughs> but if you're interested, and I'll put the email in the description, but if you are interested, just shoot an email and just say interested or yes or send nude. I don't give a fuck. Just send something. And uh, the email is a very simple one, yfbparty at gmail.com. Hmm, nice, I um, like it. So not hard to fucking remember. Uh, but if you're interested, shoot me an email. I'll, I'm going to keep pushing this uh, through my media, um, through all my media over the next few weeks to get an idea. I actually uh, had a conversation with Scousema today, who's been throwing parties for about the last year and a half pretty steadily. And I said, hey, man, why don't you come over here and we'll throw a fucking party? And she was like, I will totally fucking do that. So, you know, keep that in mind. It's something that I'm tossing around. We're not going to be able to talk uh, seriously about it until sometime next week. But, um, you know, one way or another, I'd like to do it. And if there's enough, uh, if there's enough interest via email, because that email will be used from start to finish to throw this party, uh, then we'll do it. So yfbparty at gmail.com all right enough of that i know you're dying to talk about what's going on on snap today <laughs> me yeah you <laughs> your horrible sense of fashion oh it's not that bad the amount of women defending you god. i know it's so beautiful oh so god beautiful. i love them all so much <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, my favorite was what in the Midwest mo ho mom, house mom, some shit like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Mom, mom gear, whatever the fuck it was. Exactly. I was like, damn, you fucking nailed it. Yeah, Except, they really did. Like, uh, like my impression of you around a baby is take it, take it, take it, get it away, get it away, get it away. Like, <laughs> totally my impression when it comes to you and kids. You know, one of your best friends just had a kid and you went to see it for the first time. And I was like, this is not going to go well. I cannot <laughs> even imagine. This is this is going to be so bad. It touched me. Get it away from me. I think it went better than uh, both you and I were anticipating. So there's what did your best friend think. Was she what did she what was she expecting? I don't know. Honestly, I should ask her like, should what ask she was her. expecting from me because I feel like she thought that it went well. I remember her specifically saying that like her she was surprised how warm her kid was with me. So well, you're just like a naturally that. like you give off a good vibe. You're you're so naturally happy. Yeah, I get it. I, I, I can't the imagine baby like test. I passed the dog test. I was going to say dogs and I babies. I passed the parent test. <laughs> dogs I and babies. The, I want to be your best friend test like <laughs> dogs and babies. If, if you can get approval from dogs and babies, you're good. Which is fucking weird cuz like I'm not a nice person and not that I'm not a nice person, but I don't walk around the way you do like chipper and happy and hey everybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mister, leave it to Beaver. You know, let me help you out. I just fucking... have a face that says, "Ask me for help." Oh, sometimes I hate it. Oh, I have a face that says, "Talk to me about absolutely nothing that goes on in your life to a complete fucking stranger." That's the yeah. face I have for some reason. Yeah, you're very just... unapproachable. 
I'm so very is, approachable. So isn't it weird when people approach me to tell me their life? When has that ever happened? Oh my god, it happens in bars. It's always men. It happens in bars. It happens happened at the fucking dispensary. That's why I ended up at the bar where the guy at the bar harassed me at the bar. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wrap your fucking brain around that. It happens at the hot springs all the time. Yeah, at the hot springs because everyone's just naked and they're like, well, I know you on a different level now, so I'm going to pour my life out to you. That <laughs> That is a given. That one's an exception to the rule because anyone who goes to the hot springs and is like, yeah, I'm naked, you're at least saying that like you're open in some way whether you're like actually open to hearing people's shit debatable but they perceive it that way anyways i don't know the old i'll talk to pretty much anybody there but the old men uh, i don't really talk to them i don't Mm -hmm. really fuck with them because they uh, the amount of creepy weird stories you hear about these old men up there is just too much for me i don't think i could go there alone no, hell no, you couldn't go there. You'd be fucking harassed to death. Yeah. Especially with your attire. What do you mean my attire? Going naked? <laughs> I was trying to bring a full circle, asshole. Oh, oh, my clothes. <laughs> yes, bring it bring it back around to me. I mean, I do have a... That are circulating do, on your Snapchat right I now. I do have a fucking... I have a, a robe here that you left here that I could... That I can show people. Okay, but do you have a picture of me in that robe? I don't think so. No, there's no cameras allowed back there, thank God. Yeah, and that's a robe that you bought, isn't it? What do you mean? That robe that's there? It's not like I bought that like, and brought it special because I was like, wow, I really like this robe. It was like the only one that we could find, and we needed a robe in a pinch. Isn't that the one you're talking about? Yeah, we bought two of them. Yeah, we bought two of them. What do you want me to like? I can't believe you're not attacking me for wearing that. <laughs> it's straight up. It's a woman's fucking robe. It's a woman's robe. And I rocked that thing at the hot springs for a solid six months before I was like, I ain't yeah, gonna get a robe. We had matching ones. Oh, it's furry and frilly. <laughs> they, oh, they're totally matching. They it were was only great, fucking, though. They were the only robes we could find in the whole fucking city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, but you it's picked not... them. You picked them though. I, <gasps> I, that. I was in the car, I think, waiting. Yeah, but I picked the best thing that I could find. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> you should have seen the other options. I would rather not. Yeah. Okay, but I want to. I want to. I want a chance to speak for my leisure attire here for right. a moment. Um, Don't get me started on that word. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that was that was an issue. Um, I totally did not even notice that you spelled it wrong. I'm that bad of a speller. I I thought it's. I was like, I thought I spelled it right as fuck. People like measure clothes. I was like, obviously leisure. You couldn't figure it out, dummy. Yeah, turns out I'm the dummy. Yeah. Um. No, but okay. It's not like that's the only thing that I wear. That's the only style that I wear leisurely. Usually it's just some fucking sweatshirt, some sports sweatshirt. It's a fleece. No, it's usually a fleece. (laughs) A bright orange fleece with blue writing. True. If it's not your karate outfit. Four or five sizes too big for me. Oh. <laughs> it's like a men's XL or something. Hundred <laughs> percent. So yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
right. I don't feel like you ever like. I feel like the only time you you lounge in pants other than those slacks you have. They're not slacks. They're they, the are house, they are sweatpants. They're, they're slacks. They are they not are sweatpants. Not. They are sweatpants. They're cool sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> you guys stop making shit up. Stop it. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot a very in-depth close video the next time I see you of those fucking pants. <laughs> okay, fine. I Go see those it. pants and I'm like, why does this bitch just get off work? They Every have a, time. No, they have a fucking drawstring tie waist. They are sweatpants. They have a pleat and a fucking don't tempt me. If I could crease. wear those motherfuckers, they got a crease to, down the fucking. If, if I could wear those motherfuckers to work, I would. Are you kidding me? They're the comfiest fucking things ever because they're sweatpants. I'm pretty sure you could get away with it. Nobody they're, would know. They they might think you're you're wearing Cook's pants. Cook's pants. Where are you going with this pants. now? Pants. pants. What is a cook pant? Oh God, you've never seen what cooks gotta wear in the back. I feel like they wear fucking white pants, white shirt, white fucking thinking, apron, uh, okay. white hat. All right, you're thinking of a chef in a fine dining facility. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking. About. I'm talking. Go to your neighborhood chilies or whatever the fuck. They usually like. They have crazy patterns on them. Like one that I see the most has all different colored peppers on them. They're black with like all these. They look like jalapeno peppers, but they're all different colors. My pants do not have jalapeno peppers on them. It's only because you haven't eaten any jalapenos today. I I don't see where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking shit. Yeah, well... We can show them some pictures of when I'm wearing like real clothes. And I did I feel today. Like my... What the fuck, you bitch? Did? I showed two fucking pictures. Oh, I guess I'm behind. I didn't watch them. Oh, yeah, there it is. I dress all right. Oh, I had shit. a picture of me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's your leisure attire. Oh, I love all the pictures. And in the, the bitch talking, the bitch talking the most shit. The one that was like, med school can do no wrong. Oh, and you know God. who the fuck I'm talking about. He had my I, heart. You know what I'm talking about. Heart. This fucking bitch. I had to check her fucking her message as soon as she sent it on Snap because I knew she was going to talk shit about what I was wearing. She's like, oh, my God, that is the douchiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, dude. It's I'm, I'm chilling at home. It's a sweatpants and sweatshirt. What the fuck do you want from me? How is that douchey? I can do no wrong with my sweats, and you, you are a douche in your sweats. <laughs> Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bumbles though was like, "Girl, <laughs> let me help you out." And I was all I was thinking when she said that was like, she has probably seen the orange fleece. Like she probably has. I don't know. I mean, we've recorded what two podcasts with her at this yeah. point. And odds are, I was wearing it for one of them. Honestly, what? it's a surprise I'm not wearing it tonight. <laughs> I, 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 I was assuming. I just assumed it was in the laundry. It is because yeah. I wore it too many times. This there you week. go. All right. And I like, I like. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to share it anyways. I like fell asleep in it a couple times and got like. My, my awesome no not drool my awesome new blanket that's the couch the new couch blanket that i spilled my my drink your on. costco your costco yeah blanket. yeah my costco blanket that i spilled my drink on whatever a couple weeks ago 
Um, so it turns out it's like really fluffy and amazing if I didn't say that before. Oh God. And, but with that, it's very warm. And so when I fall asleep on my couch in, oh. and I'm wearing my fleece, then I wake up all sweaty <laughs> and I did that a couple yeah. times in the orange fleece. So it was time to retire it to the laundry. Well, that's nice. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, that's thanks. probably enough embarrassing stories about me today. Okay. What else do we got going on? I don't know, but I can do no wrong. Because of my authenticity, that's what it is. It's, no, it's right. fine. It's fine. Fuck off. Um, right. So you have a... a... Before, hold on. Before we get to that one. So today I was supposed to go to the hot springs. And I was planning on meeting up with the vanilla chick that uh, is just so appalled by the podcast and my mm-hmm. sex debates. You were planning on meeting up with her at the hot springs? Yeah. Yeah. She, she uh, I hear it. She, mm-hmm. she, should, she should meet us there when you bring me and Sriracha. I'm sure she would. Uh, she doesn't usually go toward, like towards the weekend, end of the week. She goes n- more Sunday to Wednesday-ish. But yesterday I hit her up and I was like, hey, you going, you know, you're going out to the Springs today. She was like, no, nah, I got to work today. I'm, I'm going to go tomorrow. I was like, all right, cool. I was going to go today, but maybe I'll wait till tomorrow. So it's been snowing like fucking crazy. This is the most snow I've had to deal with in God, man, probably close to 10 years. Yeah, it looked like a lot of snow. Yeah, it was a lot of snow. So I hit her up this morning, and I was like, are you still going? And she lives, God, man, she's 20 minutes further out than I am from it. Mm. She had made it all the way to my town. She went five minutes past, and she was like, the roads were too fucked up. She's like, I had to turn around. She's like, I'm at whatever. She's like, I'm at Chili's getting drunk. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Wow. So I hit her up, and I was like, well, you know, if you're around and you want to come by and smoke a joint before you go back home, hit me up. So she didn't get the message until whatever. She had already left to go back. But she hits me up and was like, sorry, I already left, but... I mean, maybe I would have. I'm not really sure with all the porn and shit you have in your house. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Like, what do you think? I just got fucking dildos sticking out of the wall or something? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Can you tell her it's not that bad? I mean, no, it's not that bad. I mean, like, you're... Your old house, you you had dildos everywhere, and like there were some that I think just lived at the sink, and like <laughs> you'd think they lived there, but they didn't. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> seemed like it. Um, like there were definitely dildos galore at the old house. Um, but Not I mean, your new one, I'd say it's pretty concentrated. Like, uh. like it's it's all it's all tucked away but hidden away in rooms for the most part i mean you have some risque photos in the like living room and stuff area but none of them are pornographic not yeah none of them are nude um they're pretty cool photos honestly and then i think you probably have some in your bedroom that are like definitely pornographic um but hopefully she wouldn't have a reason to go in there so (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's no reason for anyone other than somebody 
getting fucked or getting late or cleaning my room yeah. <laughs> to go in my room. So yeah. So although when um, creepy foot guy was in town, I definitely put the ones on my dresser face down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which ones are those? You know which one. I'm guessing that one of them is my face with yeah, your... the one we both have. Yeah. Are we not telling him what that is? Okay. Go for it. Should don't I? Be have now. we told have we told this story? I don't know. I don't know either. Oh boy. I'll try and make it short. Um, so he and I each have a picture and oh, sorry. Oh, no, my... We did tell the story. We did tell we... it. Because we told that we told about Cat. She was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you should be proud of that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. We did tell it. All right. So it's the story. It's the picture. But did we tell it like like how it came to be and stuff? That it was like from our first night ever together and that it was one that I just ran, that I just like randomly took screenshot. this picture. It wasn't even a screenshot. I had. Oh, it was a picture had, of the computer. It's a picture of the computer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, it's a good we'll, picture. It's a great it's a good picture. picture. But I found a, a few better ones from few the same ones. night. I really? Found some today. Really? Yeah, I'll after this. Oh man, yeah, I can't wait to see them. There, um, there's one that's like, damn. I mean, they're, they're all like that to be honest. <laughs> uh, damn. All right, you got me excited because this is this was like the holy grail of pictures, in my opinion. Um. But anyway, just because of like the circumstances around it. So it was like he had sent me videos of the for our first night together that we had that we had ever met. And one of them was me on my knees getting getting like pissed on and piss going into my mouth. And it was a it was a video and I put, put moved it onto my the hell of a first meeting, ladies and gentlemen. The hell of a- <laughs> was it though yeah it was i mean we had good chemistry but you ripped my pussy okay um (laughs) if they don't know that by now then (laughs) go back and listen from whenever i started coming on here i'm sure it's called the ripper Uh, yeah that is what it's called actually um so so anyways there was that was the that was the scene of the video he had sent it to me i had moved it onto my computer and i was getting off to it and like i think that you and i were messaging while i was getting off to it watching it and um i just like randomly sent like took a picture of the of the computer screen um to show him like what video I was watching as this video was playing and it's like the best photo (laughs) that I just randomly happened to capture like I have gone back and tried to pause the video at this spot and I cannot like I cannot recreate this picture no matter how hard I try what I was I went through all of those videos from that specific scene yeah Except the GoPro ones. I went through the ones I made with my phone, and that's what mm-hmm. that picture was taken from, mm-hmm. was from my phone. I'm pretty sure I went through all of them, actually, today. And I never saw that exact one. I know. It's like this mysterious moment, but it's a great moment. And so I'm, like, on my knees. I'm looking up, like, right at the camera, 
just like innocent 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 eyes mouth open piss stream going straight into my mouth not missing at all um and you can see like half of his dick in it in the bottom of the screen and it's just like oh okay that's not half of my dick (laughs) it is a quarter of it maybe a quarter (laughs) okay (laughs) i wish it was half your dick let's put it that way no, like I wish. I, <laughs> what? No, like I wish that. All right, you're taking that wrong. Basically, I wish that. There I think was you more said it wrong. <laughs> I wish that there was more of your penis that was captured in the picture. How's that? Much more. Yeah. Way okay. To go. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Um. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, that was like an amazing picture that we have reminisced on ever since we started sleeping together basically um and we each have photo print copies of it and apparently that is one that he pushed down when creepy foot guy was there yeah Uh, i don't i don't hide it i hit it the first time my my new housekeeper came mm -hmm. but i like the old housekeeper i never once hit it yeah. Was hanging on the wall with a bunch of other shit, but that was the most graphic thing on my wall. <laughs> my new housekeeper, I warned her prior. I was like, "Listen, like this, that, and the other, whatever." Um, so she, uh, her first time coming here was about two weeks ago. She comes in and she's like an animal lover, and she was like, she didn't tell me this until hour or two after being you know, being here cleaning or whatever she's like when i first walked in i saw your dog cage and i was like oh my god and he's got a dog bed in it oh my god that's so sweet i'm gonna clean the fuck out of that and then i realized it was tarps and it was <laughs> <laughs> did she clean it then she said and that's when i decided i'm not touching that <laughs> I don't blame you, bitch. Oh, it is clean, though. It. I do keep it clean. Yeah, you clean that shit. <laughs> anyway. That's Are you ready to jump into this uh, psychology behind certain sexual Yeah, I shit? guess. I guess that we are. Um, we tried to keep this, like, relatively, for the most part, I guess I would say, open. And not BDSM centric, I guess I should say. There's a few things that I guess we want to touch on at the end. I, I just think but... that a lot of it, like BDSM is just an extension of sex. And I, I think yeah. a lot of these things that we're going to talk about are, they they will pertain to the most vanilla person or the freakiest of freaks. Like, not that they do, but they can. Yeah, I think so too. So um okay so our first kind of thing i guess that we're going to talk about is um men enjoying orgasming from being jerked off you have some opinions on this i do because apparently like in a lot of this shit uh, you know people need to understand like i've learned over the last seven going on eight years at this point of doing what I do with my media and talking to people every single day. Um, but there's guys that like, don't like blowjobs or, or, or would prefer to be jerked off rather than hmm. sucked off or coming a pussy or something. 
and you and I were having a conversation about this, you know, a few nights ago. And I like to me, I, I think a lot of things that people end up liking or, you know, liking down the line or whatever, I think a lot of them pertain, you know, can be directly connected back to either childhood or adolescence. Um, mm. You know, dudes that want to get jerked off, like maybe, you know, maybe that. And I think that, you know, oddly enough, I think that it can pertain to the car sex thing as well. Hmm. Interesting. Like, if if somebody got jerked off for the first, like, I know my first actual real sexual contact with a woman was being jerked off. Okay. Um. So, you know, not necessarily sexual contact, but to where I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. And I and it was like a fucking once I found a girl to jerk me off, that bitch jerked me off every fucking day until she finally <laughs> gave up the pussy. <laughs> I don't really have a like a jerk off fetish or anything. like I don't I mean, I, I do you would you really call it a fetish if people like is that a not thing? a fetish? Is that something maybe a, that would maybe be a, a fetish? A, a preference. Maybe okay. a preference. Okay. I'm sorry, yeah. I, I used the wrong word. Um, because no, I certainly wouldn't call that a fetish. Uh <laughs> So like I, I I can see the correlation there. Car so- sex though, there are a lot of fucking people that adults that not just do car sex because they got to, they're doing that shit because they like it. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that first place my fucking head goes. Well, that's I mean that's I fucked more pussy in high school in cars than anywhere else or out in like the woods or something but probably more cars than anything else, you know? So I think there's like a psychological connection there. So your theory behind all of this is that it's almost a reminiscent thing. Probably. Yes. Mm. On a level. And I I think Mm. a lot of people probably don't ever put those, you know, dots together. Yeah. You and I had this conversation when we were talking about this earlier today. And it's something like in, kind of blew my mind because i talk about sex every fucking day and i've talked about the first time i got my dick sucked but i never really put together like the way that this girl sucked my dick the first time i ever had my dick sucked Mm -hmm. put my dick in a woman's mouth she sucked my dick the exact same way i like my dick sucked to this day and i don't think it was that i don't mean like, like technique or anything like that it was slow it was gentle. I could feel every inch of this whore's mouth on my penis. Hmm. She was a whore. I was like the third. I went third or second. So Jesus. <laughs> if, that t- if that tells you anything. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, like I, that that one kind of blew my mind. You you could see you that it blew my mind because I was yeah. like, holy shit. Yeah. Couldn't tell you the bitch's name, but I could tell you how she sucked my dick. Mm -hmm. I was in the utility room of her family's basement, sitting (laughs) in a plastic outdoor chair. Oh, my God. And she had a towel over my penis and her head. (laughs) Why? I don't know. So if someone walked in, they wouldn't know it was her? Like, (laughs) Hi, bitch. (laughs) Sorry, uh, the Cookie Monster's sucking me off real quick. Can y'all leave? <laughs> oh, 
I don't so. know. That's all. That's all. That's all interesting. Interesting thoughts because, I mean, I like my. I like to come every now and then from just being fingered, but I wouldn't, I, to me, I've always thought that it's more of a, just like, Oh, like change up type of thing. Um, but there is something now that you're saying this, there definitely is something that has like a pure innocence and just like a sexual connection about it to, to have, I don't know to me like coming from fingering is kind of an intimate orgasm like are you talking about actually being fingered or having your clit played with oh like like my clit played with but I would call that fingering if I'm gonna orgasm from it first time I met you and got you off I know finger action I know I was proud of myself I was like damn you just met this bitch you got her off with your fingers way to go (laughs) and 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 but Sorry to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, really that's quickly, okay. like this goes back to what we've talked about on here before. I knew how to rub your fucking clit because I watched you rub your clit for months on video yeah. before I met you. Yeah. And I, I remember laying in that bed, like, this is what she does. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> oh yeah yeah it worked and i needed it because my pussy was torn up by that point <laughs> literally <laughs> dude the pictures of the inside of your vagina cut like oh my god oh god yeah I anyway yeah <laughs> anyway um okay so that's all very interesting i don't know whether or not i don't know how i feel about Maybe me enjoying being fingered or coming from having my clip played with with your hand relates. I don't know. Never gave it a whole lot of thought. I mean, in all fairness, it's not too many things you can do to a clit or a vagina. <laughs> so. Yeah, but would you argue that there is for a, a dick, you know? like You can, you, have... it, you can suck it, you can fuck it. Yeah, can you not do the same for a vagina? Well, you can't jerk it. No, but the equivalent of jerking, I would say, is fingering. You can finger it, you can lick it, you can fuck it. I don't know, you can finger my dick hole, so... (laughs) All right, whatever. (laughs) It doesn't apply to every person out there. So I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where were we? the next i i think we should probably move on to the the next thing that you want to give your psychoanalysis of and that is women humping pillows humping animal stuffed animals and using like the water on faucets to come okay so this one like i've thought this one for a long time Mm -hmm. because I've watched women for years at this point. Sometimes at my request, sometimes it's just what they do. Um, but humping things, humping pillows, humping stuffed animals, um, sitting under the faucet with the, the bathtub faucet with their mm-hmm. legs spread. So the, the water is hitting their clit. Mm-hmm. These are things that they picked up as a fucking kid. 
Tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. I I mean, I think probably yes for most people, but I mean, everyone heard a couple of weeks ago how my first orgasm happened. So clearly it wasn't one of those things. And none of those things were were things that I like ever did or experienced you, or have any nostalgia about. And clip? yeah, but it was like with my hand. It wasn't humping a pillow. It wasn't with a stuffed animal. It wasn't with a water okay, faucet. Well, you, well, we and I go, never we did point, any of I never did any of those back. things. We can point that back to just a few minutes ago and you liking to be fingered. Yeah. Yeah, we can. I'm just saying yeah. that I'm not a very good person to talk on these particular things because none of them ever applied to me. And I mean, maybe this supports your point, but still none of them apply to me. I don't enjoy humping pillows or couch arms and I don't enjoy letting water faucets run over my clit like but i also okay. never I, did I, any of those things as a i kid. didn't say it. i'm not trying to say that it applies to everyone i'm just saying like things that i have witnessed yeah and and i'm not talking about just one time like i've witnessed these things multiple fucking times with multiple women um so that's like you know more so where i'm coming from i'm not no, saying I'm every not... woman does it no no you're misinterpreting what i'm saying i wasn't saying i wasn't discrediting that or saying that like oh i don't think this is a thing i was literally just saying that it's not a thing for me and so i don't know that i can draw the connection and tell you like oh yeah women definitely like this because they did it as as kids okay well why do women like to be told they're good girl i don't know because we like it be a good girl and tell me yeah do you look at yourself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to fuck a lot of people's night up right now. <laughs> and if you think that doesn't come from your fucking childhood and having your, most likely if you're a woman, your father telling you you're a good girl, you're out of your fucking mind. I do not feel like my dad ever told me that I was a good girl. Well, probably not your dad, no, but. was <laughs> a joke. Fuck off. <laughs> okay. Um okay i'll give you that probably a lot of women's at least the ones that i spend time with most of them probably don't even know their father oh, but okay. there's there there's something fucking there the good girl thing the daddy thing like there's just like this is all there's psychology behind all of it i okay guarantee. but what 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 is the psychology I'm, you're the one that's like i'm not a Freud. psychologist but i'm gonna Freud. talk about psychology go, go read like, some books from freud talk, talk about psychology here then motherfucker like i don't know the psychology all i know is that a lot of it seems to pertain back to fucking childhood it does yeah i'm just saying like i think you could be a little more descriptive I don't know enough about psychology, if I'm being completely honest. Like the medical side of psychology, I can psychologically break a motherfucker down real fast. But I don't know the medical side of psychology to be able to say, I think this, comes, you know, I think a lot of it comes from maybe not being told those things could part, definitely be a part of it. Mm. Maybe not having a daddy or a father mm. could be a part of it. Like... I don't think what I'm saying is that outlandish. Yeah, that's fair. I definitely never heard, heard good girl. But I also definitely had a father, very good one. And I don't call you daddy. 
I know that bastard. I know. I should have left your mother the day you were born. <laughs> the worst is when you're like, I'll do it for you. I'm like, no, you won't. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh, God. We can do a whole podcast on this. On this alone. Oh, Jesus. Let's not. <laughs> but, okay. Let's talk about what we were talking about earlier, then. Hmm. The, the the need and desire to please a man. Oh, God. What about it? You know exactly what about it. <laughs> no, where, what about it? Why? Uh, I mean, your, father, why? your father may have never told you you were a good girl, but as an adult, you bend over backwards to please him on a parent-child level. And in the bedroom, I got to say, you go above and beyond trying to pleasure me. Not yeah. even trying. You go above and beyond pleasuring me every yeah, time. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. That one's probably true. As if everything else I said was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm ruining people's day today. Oh, you totally are. You totally are. Like, why does this all have to be about our parents? Because I think a lot of it is all connected, man. Like, truthfully. All right. Do you think that, like, sexual experimentation from a young age, before you even understand what you're doing, do you think that that has anything to do with, like, your adult life sexuality? Because when I think about my childhood... Like, granted, I wasn't you running around and like having sex at nine years old, but I was not having sex at nine years old. I busted a nut at nine years old. Jerking off at nine years old and having sex by 13. That was not me. Um, But I did definitely like have toys as a kid that were just like, like kid toys, not, not sex toys, kid toys that I would lock myself in the bathroom with and like put down my pants and on on my vagina on my clit whatever and see but how is that any different than humping a fucking pillow or humping a teddy bear it's not different it's just a different object yeah, but I think that humping implies that you know what you're doing. Oh, I was like no, no, you I understand that. that you understand. It like it feels least good. The That's sexual what they act. No, I was not implying that they understood it. I mm. I was the humping is a is a physical action. I don't know what what other word I could use for that. Um, but I I'm I'm not I wasn't talking from a place like they know what they're doing. This is something they did as children when they didn't know what they were doing. All they knew is that it felt good. Yeah, that's how it was for me with this. That's how it was for me. Like, I can tell you, I have, I can remember having owners. <laughs> I hate that word. But what do you call it for a kid? Like, I, I can guess. remember having a fucking hard dick as a kid constantly, constantly. I had fucking models pictures all over my walls at a very young age i got in trouble for fucking around with girls at a very young age Mm -hmm. so like i came out the womb ready to fuck the world 
Okay. And like these stories that I'm telling you, I was like under five years old, I think, or around five years old that these this were happening. Saying. And so, okay. But what I'm saying is obviously you and I have grown into two very sexual adults, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we have found each other and have are open enough to speak about these things and um i don't know bring some of that to light but my question is okay is how we were as children like did that set us up to be the open and very sexual adults that we are or is every person that way and some people become open about it in their adult lives and some people don't like you know i wonder was that behavior for you or that behavior for i um not obviously not totally unique but is that something that you know has has set us up for where we're at now and then compare that to it maybe there's someone out there who like never had any exploration like that as a child are they the 30-year-old virgin who's waiting until marriage. Oh, God. I hope not. Uh, I don't know. You know, if there's a shrink out there that wants to come on and talk about it, let yeah. us know. I I can speak on... I can tell you, I know for a fact, because many women have told me that I've been with in the last 10 or so years at least, that um, that they, they the same behavior that you and I engaged mm-hmm. in as toddlers or whatever you want to call it. I mean, um, toddler is a stretch, but okay. What, is, how, what age range is toddler? Toddler is like, no, like two, two to, four. to four. Oh, by four years old. I, yeah, I was, this was happening in preschool. That's four years old. Well, at least was? for me, because what, what was happening? Kissing girls, getting in trouble, like having a hard dick all the fucking time. A hard dick in preschool bullshit. What do you mean? I are you did you do you, do you think a baby comes out the fucking womb he can get a hard dick? What are you talking about? I don't think so. Hundred percent. You're a doctor. Fucking figure that out. That's real. That is fucking real. I had a fucking hard dick. I still got a hard dick constantly. Yeah, now you're an adult. Okay, I don't know. The parts of this conversation are making me uncomfortable. We're going to move on from that because that's weird to think about. Okay, well, it happened. Um, but I, many women have told me that they experienced the same thing. Even people on my media have told me they've experienced they experienced the same thing as children. They were always hypersexual is what I guess the terminology is that they used. Um I don't but consider like, myself hypersexual, though. I just consider myself like. Well, when they were talking about that age, they were talking about hype, being hypersexual at a young age. Mm, I don't know. I don't even know that I would use that word for myself then. But OK. I'm just telling you what I hear a lot. Yeah. Um, And, you know, like, I, you know, I this this little boy that I kind of like am a mentor or father to that mm-hmm. I've spoken about on mm-hmm. here before. I look at him and like, and that boy will talk to me about anything. He has never once talked to me about a girl in his life. I never seen him check a girl out except one time. Um, was it me? Was nah, I the girl? <laughs> nah, we're we're on the fucking road, and I caught him checking out this fucking 
what had to be a stripper in the car next to us. And I and I saw the stripper and I looked at him. I was like, you're not going to fucking tell me the fuck is wrong with you. But he doesn't strike me as like ever having had any type of uh, like that type of feeling in himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't think it, it definitely doesn't go for everybody. Yeah. There's definitely some type of just instinct that you do that. Animalistic. Yeah, honestly, because it's not like you or I were brought up in sexual households or abusive households or anything. I don't know. I guess in my family tried to be like somewhat, I don't even know that I would say sex positive, but body positive. They definitely were not sex positive, actually, but they were body positive. And as a part of that, like very comfortable with being naked in your own body i guess i don't know this is maybe a conversation for another time um my parents i, I don't know I how never, much this relates i never had a fucking sex talk with my parents either one of them yeah ever. the only sex I talk one. i ever got uh i was just gonna say i had one it was super awkward and horrible <laughs> Oh, and my and the other thing is like my mom taught caught would catch me when I would sneak in the toy in the bathroom and lock myself in there with like oh, the toys. Oh, we're talking about this on the after hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. The only, right. the only fucking the only sex talk, quote unquote, that anybody related to me ever gave me, and I was in like seventh grade, maybe eighth grade at best, was my grandfather, and he was like. You have to wear condoms. You have to wear the condoms. Boys <laughs> wear the condoms. It's the only thing you ever fucking said to me. Good, 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 good. That I was, was like, yeah, of course I'm gonna wear the condoms for four more years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, solid advice. Um yeah. So I before we move on to whatever our next like thing is here, I I did have one question for you, and that was I'm curious if because I know that you were raised in a at least somewhat religious household and you were like raised around religion. Was it a religion where there was frequent preaching about like sexual sins catholics are you fucking kidding me okay so that's the top of that fucking list okay yeah from what age at what age did they start bringing that stuff up is it like fifth grade and on when you start having sex ed and understand what it is or is it sooner than that we didn't have sex ed until seventh grade okay Um, and is that when those topics started started coming up to be honest with you I don't remember. Okay. Um, I want to say that in a roundabout way, it starts from day one. It starts from day one. Yeah. Premarital, they may not talk about sex, yeah. you know, the act, but premarital sex is you're going to go to hell. Uh, yeah. You, premarital sex, your penis will fall off. Like they, they really, they do it up and they try to scare the fuck out of people, you know, but this is also a religion that, you know, doesn't, you know, want anybody using anything, not just birth control, no contraceptive whatsoever. Yeah, I know. Basically, I've, I've heard that. Yeah, let the let let God sort it out. Fucking yeah. attitude. Yeah. No, I I just wondered if you know any of your any 
like obviously I wasn't raised in a religious household, so I don't I don't have any firsthand that experience. Wasn't with that wasn't Yeah. Okay, but you were raised around a religion, like you mm. went to religious schools, you know, so you had those themes. And I guess that what I was wondering was if in those themes having sex brought up and stuff like were you more aware of sex and what sex was and sexuality and like those things just from them saying like hey don't do this this is bad um Mm -hmm. but it sounds like no and honestly when i think about it like because i I don't like until you're until you are exposed to that and then you know yeah you have no idea what they're talking about you do but you don't you know and i grew up around the age around the time where everyone had aids yeah Um, everyone was catching aids Mm -hmm. so that was an extra layer of fear that they were shoving down everyone's fucking throat i'm telling you the first time i busted a nut i I thought i had aids (laughs) i I had no idea what was going on i was like fuck i got aids how did i get aids (laughs) well they say it's everywhere so i don't know (laughs) i scared the fuck out of me i'm not even kidding oh god that's terrible that's so terrible yeah. Oh, it's okay. The first time I jerked a guy off, I thought I got pregnant. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Did you jerk him into your vagina? No. <laughs> oh my god! Sometimes it's really hard to not call you by your name on here. Holy <laughs> shit, woman! <laughs> I guess it's no worse than me. Yeah, man. Like we're just oversharing here. That's all. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um. Oh shit. I was not gonna tell that story. I was gonna tell. I was gonna bring up a different story right now, but somehow that one is the one that slipped out of my mouth. Like, oh god. Fuck. Um. Oh. Anyway, okay. moving right along. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I guess that the last stuff that the last thing that we could talk about is a little bit about um, like BDSM and stuff and actually how much more common I think it is than we maybe realize or at least the fantasies about it. Um. Like, Let me ask you this real quick. All right. When it comes to women, not not the submissiveness, the beatings. Yeah. The fucking pain, the beatings. Do you think that comes from not having been physically disciplined as a child or from having been physically disciplined as a child? Neither. Really? Yeah. I think I think it comes from one or the other, possibly both. Nah. But you can't say it comes from, you can't say it, possibly say it comes from both because people were literally either physically disciplined or not physically disciplined as children. No one was both. No one, no one got both. Okay. You're not, you're not understanding what I'm saying then because that's not. not what I was saying. <laughs> I was saying that certain people's desire to be physically beaten in a sexual manner. I think comes from could I, this is just my opinion. It could stem from 
either having and I and I think this I think it can go both ways. I think it mm. can be people that were physically disciplined that are craving that or people that were never physically disciplined and are were always craving that. I don't think that I was always craving being physically disciplined. I like I never was. All right, you're a special fucking case. Okay. All right. Why do you like pain then? Where does that come from? We've talked about this. I think that it's like a I don't know. It's so complex. There isn't like one there isn't one short answer for all of this, you know? Part of it is that the pain gives me an excuse to release that I I think that it it stems from a a, a place where I was raised about like not showing your emotion and remaining stoic and remaining like like being able to handle pain well and have a high pain tolerance and all of that and so i think that i think that for me it's like first part of it that the enjoyment part of it is like yeah i can take this like look at me i i have a pain tolerance i can do this and it's a it's a overcoming overcoming the challenge type of thing um yeah you are that type of person yeah but then yeah i am but then the other aspect is of it is that like amidst overcoming it it is an excuse it's like yeah you're being hurt you can you can cry you can scream you can let out you can let out that emotion it's so it's it's a release and then the last part of it, at least that I'm going to go into right now in this brief moment in talking about this and all of the complexity of the enjoyment that I get out of it, is that I know that it pleases you. And it's it's to, it's pleasing you, too, you know, so for me it's not a it's not a clean cut clear answer nah, I mean, you're, you're a special fucking breed you're you're a special breed yeah i'm you go above and beyond like and I don't, i'm not saying that to like make a joke or like you legit go above and beyond not just when we're together but when i'm like you need to get me off on facetime the things i've seen you do to make me have the hardest orgasm that i can have not, not not very many women, I don't think, well, I know, at least in my experience, would not go to that, to those lengths or extent. I love doing it. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, can we go back to my statistics now? Yeah, have that in there. Okay. So now, granted, I will say that I give these statistics with a grain of salt. I think that the way that you and I see BDSM and a lot of your followers see BDSM are probably not the way that the general public sees BDSM. I think that a majority or a lot of these statistics come from someone who's like, yeah, I've been handcuffed or I've been handcuffed once <laughs> or I want to be handcuffed. And, are you talking about BSP? And have my pussy BSP. <laughs> what? Meat Rocket. What did he say? Oh, <laughs> He's like, I'm not. I'm just normal. I'm not into that BSP stuff. <laughs> I was like, when did that come up? I know that, that came up recently, and someone said it wrong, and it was funny. But like, am I missing this? Did he say that on the podcast? I don't even yeah. remember. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, a sh- I, I recorded a short <laughs> clip of it to post when oh, it comes God. out. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It's so amazing. Oh, Sorry, go that's ahead. Perfect. Okay, so, um, and and actually, never mind. Let me let me retry this again. So these statistics are. I don't even know where they come from surveys probably, but something like 50 to 60 people have will admit to having had fantasized about BDSM related things and acts. And then um, somewhere between like 20 and 30% estimated of people uh, report that they have actually partaken in in BDSM. Um, and so I think that it's something that is more, more commonplace than we realize. Now, granted, again, I think that some of these people are saying like, yeah, I've done it. If they've like been handcuffed once or like I, I got, been tapped I, with a crop once or something. Yeah. Like I mean, that. I like, come across those women hitting me up on my fucking media, you know, that you can just tell, all right, go home and just masturbate to the fucking movie that you got inspired by because, like, you can't handle me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely a thing. And not to shame that, you know, I think that's cool. Just, like, like do what do what's good and exhilarating for you. But um, <clears throat> you... you are definitely a, a different breed when it comes to all of that. But then even on this podcast, you and I have encountered guests that are like, damn, you're a different breed of this compared to you it to compared to you and I, you know, they they might yeah. you know, so I think that different everyone strokes has, for different folks. Yeah, exactly. And everyone has their kind of own um I like mine stroke like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No one can see that. Um but, That's right. The bitch I wanted to see it saw it. True. So, yeah, it's out there. It's more common than we think. Why do you? Why do you think so many people fantasize about that? You got any psychology behind that? Uh, I think for a lot of people, and even in, in my own life, this is definitely pertained to some extent. Like, you get to a certain point where you've done everything you want to do sexually. And you just want to yeah. keep, and and I think it's actually a really good example of, you know, when you and I first met, mm-hmm. you, which is one of the things I, I respect and love about you so much and sleeping with you is we push the bar together. Mm-hmm. You have like a lot of people, I just got to come up with new ideas all the time and I'm happy to do that. But when you have somebody like bouncing those ideas off you, who's just as sick in the fucking head as you are at least sexually yeah. like it's fucking money it's money like the, the nine volt battery thing 100 percent you i would have never thought that because i never licked a fucking nine volt battery in my life <laughs> <laughs> literally so oh, yeah God, um, i love my brain sometimes i but i think a lot of it probably comes like down to just like i've done everything I'm looking for more like because with me, I I progressed from 
fucking and fucking and fucking and just fucking to all right now we're gonna step it up a notch and mm-hmm. now it's really rough sex really and then it just got more and more rough and then next thing you know got bitches tied up choked out and black and blue <laughs> yeah i don't know what comes next i'm pretty sure it's a murder but i'm gonna step away from that one <laughs> that is not a funny joke and i don't appreciate it it was okay. hilarious i'm not gonna murder you too many connections <laughs> it's a fucking joke relax <laughs> you might want to cut that part out <laughs> no i'm leaving that shit all right <laughs> oh my god i talked about burying a motherfucker on the last episode oh i must have missed that one <laughs> Can we talk about the sex act of the week? Because I'm done with your psych analysis because it just ended with you thinking that you're it was a gonna joke. escalate. <laughs> yeah. Not funny. There are certain things that are just not funny jokes. To me, Why that's one laughing? of them. Um, because you're a sick fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sex act of the week. Uh Tying women like this one came up because it does pertain to the sex toy of the week, um, which is sex tape. Hmm. For anyone that does not know what sex tape is, it's uh, it doesn't have any stick to it. It's basically like latex tape, I guess. Is that how you would describe it? I guess. Almost like a thick trash bag. I don't know, but it kind of like it it grabs itself. So there's no stickiness to it, but it it will. If you wrap somebody's wrist or arms or legs enough times, it'll stick. Um, <laughs> and I picked this one because I, I've been going through old videos and pictures of me fucking women. And a very common theme uh, every time I'm in a hotel room, because the sex tape shit is easy to travel with, um, is using sex tape to you know, uh, restrain women to chairs or beds. Um and then obviously having my way with him <laughs> usually starts off with some mm. pretty solid face fucking. Mm. Um, but I like the shit because it's lightweight, it's cheap, it's easy to travel with, it doesn't make a mess. You know, you use it once, throw it a fuck away. Um, so, yeah. And like I said, it's actually the product of the week from Adam and Eve that we're um, talking about. So... I actually also sell sex tape. <laughs> and if it's cheaper on my website, get it from me. <laughs> so the sex tape that you can get from Adam and Eve, it's called Fetish Fantasy, Fantasy Pleasure Tape. Um, and with code fuckboy at checkout, it um you get 50% off, you get free shipping, and you get two free gifts. And so all of that it comes delivered to you. I in the U.S. and Canada, anyways, you get free shipping. Um, I'm getting better at this. <laughs> All of that together, it comes out delivered to you for less than six dollars. Oh, and your I website beat, beat that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I give you that. Yeah, mine's uh, ten. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I mean, you yours, is, a, yours is cheaper than like, theirs without the code then but oh. actually mine's 10 and i don't do free shipping so oh <laughs> there's that anyway all right anything else you gotta say before we get out of here so i feel like i've appalled you this episode i don't a think i've bit. ever seen you react so 
oddly several times in one episode. A little bit, but join us for after hours to hear a <laughs> interesting piece of my childhood. <laughs> yeah, and whatever else I can drag out of her. Yeah, by interesting, I mean potentially appalling, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you care to support us on Patreon, that's awesome. You can catch our after hours uh, on tier one and tier two. Uh, if you are a subscriber to Patreon, where we just talk shit after the show and you know, it's usually about 20, 30 minutes and shit you're not going to hear on here and whatever. I'm sure you know at this point, but the link is in the bio description or whatever uh if you choose to support us on there we are grateful as fuck so agree all right well we'll catch you on the after hours or on the next episode until next time ladies and gentlemen oh damn it i fucked it up yeah you always fuck it up man <sighs> bye big good go for daddy you fucking whore bye <laughs>